I'm Banning Air, and you're listening to Season 8 of the Afropop Close-Up Podcast, where we go beyond the music into politics, religion, history, and culture. In this episode, we bridge the gap between Brazil and Ethiopia through the power of music. Here's young producer Zubeda Ahmed in her very first podcast for Afropop Worldwide, How the Sound of Sodaji Traveled to Ethiopia. Vai minha tristeza e diz a ela que sem ela não pode ser. Diz-lhe numa prece que ela regresse porque eu não posso mais sofrer. Chega de saudade a realidade. Saudade is a key emotion for Portuguese speakers. The feeling of saudade is an untranslatable word for the deep presence of absence. I talked to Dr. Cantarelli Vita, an assistant professor of music education at the University of Hartford's Hart School. We discussed saudade, Afro-Brazilian musical influences, bossa nova, and so much more. Can we start off by defining saudade and what it means to many Brazilians? Yeah, sure. So saudade is nostalgic longing. So you're longing for something that either has happened in the past or something you don't have anymore. It's more than just missing it. It's like, you know, you want it to happen again at this moment. Or if it's something that you can't have back, say someone who passed or a moment in your in your life that you're not going to go back to, there is still the sense of, oh, I would like to be transported to that time period or to that place or to be with that person. Saudade is at the heart of bossa nova music with warm, soulful, melancholic vocals paired along with a light and whimsical backdrop. Dr. Cantarelli Vita. Chega de saudade, <laughs> right? It's like, vai minha tristeza, that there is, like, you're telling your sadness to go tell that person that you miss them. And then it is a common thread in Bossa Nova, this sense of saudade. And it's like a very romantic saudade because the dictatorship ha hadn't started yet. Um, so it wasn't as political as it got in the late 1960s. It was still a naive saudade, you know, a beautiful saudade, a poetic one. Now, how does this feeling of eternal yearning relate to Ethiopia, you may ask? Known as one of the most distinctive jazz genres within the African diaspora, Ethio jazz pulls many musical references from Brazil. Historically, Ethio jazz draws significant Latin rhythmic influences from bossa nova, samba, and various other Latin genres. Revered as the pioneer of Ethio jazz, Malutu Astake infuses Ethiopian traditional music, Afro-funk, soul, 
and Latin jazz to create a genre that has a deeply ancient yet smooth and soulful sound. The all-consuming feelings of nostalgia and longing can be heard and felt in Astaka's classic, Ethiopics 4. Ethiopics 4 is a compilation of popular Ethiopian music from the 1960s and 70s, offering a glimpse of the country's rich musical heritage. The album opens up with the Ekemesau, which translates from Amarinya to English to mean a man of experience and wisdom. The song paints a thick coat of air filled with mystery, soul, and melancholy over the listener to create a very atmospheric listening experience. Surprisingly, Yarke Masao is actually a cover of a song named Song from My Father, Kanchiga Paramao Pai, by the Horace Silver Quintet, paying homage to Bossa Nova and Brazil after a trip back from the country. The album Song from My Father, Kanchiga Paramao Pai, in a sense is a love letter to his father, a Cape Verdean-born Portuguese man. Horace recollects Dad had always wanted me to take some of the old Cape Verdean songs and do jazz interpretations of them. This didn't appeal to me, but when I realized I had written a new song with a Brazilian rhythmic concept and a Cape Verdean melodic concept, I immediately thought about dedicating this song to Dad. So I titled it, Song for My Father, Kanjiga Para Meu Pai. Careful curation of blending both Brazilian and Cape Verdean stylistic choices, Horace expressed his immense love for his father, a longing to connect with his heritage, and an underlying sense of saudade for his homeland. In the track number four of Ethiopics 4, you can hear the record called Deseta. With its captivating melodies, harmonies, and cultural references to traditional Ethiopian musical traditions, it transports listeners to a different time and invokes a profound sense of nostalgia. Dezeta is a key aspect to Ethiopian music and culture. Similarly to the feeling of Saudaji, Dezeta in Amadic translates to memory, nostalgia, or longing, but at its essence, it refers to a sense of nostalgia that could be lost in translation. 
in both Saudaji and Tezata, which are deep emotional states associated with music, individuals can experience a profound and cathartic journey, allowing them to tap into their deepest emotions and find solace in the power of music. It is important to note that the release of Ethiopics 4 came at a very pivotal time in Ethiopian history. In Astake's earlier work, prior to the Derg, you can hear a more lively, joyous, and even more outwardly Latin sound to his work. Specifically, the Brazilian influence is undeniable in his work when skimming over his catalog to see titles such as The Girl from Addis Ababa, a nod to the famous Bossa Nova track, The Girl from Ipanema by Astro Gilberto, Antonio Carlos Robim, Jean Gilberto, and Stan Getz. Additionally, he has a song called Raina, which translates to a queen in Portuguese. With the Derg came many implications and censorships perpetrated by the Ethiopian government, allowing songs of patriotism only to be aired. Thus, due to the lack of lyrics in the genre, it compensates through using nostalgic notes and having a heavy emphasis on instrumentals. Ironically, Ethio jazz thrived in the global market and the Western world due to its absence of lyrics and preservation of the distinct Ethiopian sound. The instrumental nature of the music allowed for a cross-cultural appreciation without the barrier of language, making it accessible to audiences regardless of linguistic background. The fusion of Western jazz and funk elements created a unique and captivating sound that appealed to a global audience. The creation of bossa nova, a derivative of samba, is rooted in Afro-Brazilian musical traditions. Dr. Cantarelli Vita. Bossa nova kind of drank from a lot of Afro-Brazilian music, namely candomblé, and that's the process of whitening of candomblé through bossa nova. Bossa Nova, which literally translates to new wave or new trend, was born from a short period of democracy in Brazil from the early 1950s to the mid-1960s between two stints of military dictatorship. So the dictatorship in Brazil lasted from 1964 through 1985, with the first general elections in 1986. 1969, I think the Institutional Act 5 was established. That was the censoring body of the government. So if we wanted to release a piece of work or you wanted to launch an album or you wanted to put a play, out, you had to go through this governing body. And two main things happened. Things got really codified, songs got really subtle, but you knew that they were thinking for the government. So there is this very famous song by Chico Buarque that he's singing for the government, but he claims that he's singing for a jealous wife. Apesar de Você was a song that we used a lot during Bolsonaro's 
government to say, uh, in spite of you, that's the name of the title of the song, the title of the song, in spite of you, tomorrow will be a new day. Um, and it's all about the government. It's like all these things. And, and it's even talking about the censorship. And then the other thing that happened was that artists went into exile. Um, a lot of artists, a lot of Brazilian artists were um, persecuted by the government and were tortured. Um, I have family members who were in that pack and that had to leave the country, leave the region. And so you have all these artists abroad, mainly in other Latin American countries that also had dictatorships. So there was this route of um, from Brazil to Argentina or Chile, and then they would be caught there and then they would be tortured there and then sent back. There was this Operation Condor, uh, Operation Condor, sponsored by North America. <laughs> or they would go to countries in Europe. So we have, um, you know, Chico Black is in Paris, Caetano Veloso is in uh, the UK. You have you have folks kind of everywhere. And that's really when you hear them singing about Saudade in a very tangible way, because it's like, I'm not home. Things are, is this PG? <laughs> Things are screwed up. <laughs> I get the point. I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I really miss my country. I really, I really miss being there. So there was that that aspect of Saudade during the dictatorship. It was like this nostalgic longing for a better country, for a country, yeah. you know, the things that could have been instead of things that were. <laughs> and the physical uh, Saudade of being away. The rise of this new genre coincided with a new wave of urbanization, modernization, and a desire for a new cultural and national identity. This notion of national pride is called Brasilidade, which was heavily tied with the genre of bossa nova, which represented the modern and new cosmopolitan nature of Brazil, while still retaining its roots to the past and traditional Brazilian music. Right before Bolsonaro becoming a tradition in the, the commercial music in, in Brazil was very euphemistic, so very big, not only in, in the voice, the, the way that you sing, the things that you sing about your country, highlighting all the beautiful aspects of Brazil in a very patriotic way that I don't see our country as being as, you know, I think it was very nationalistic in a very naive kind of harmful way because we had a dictatorship a, a few years after that. Uh, we have this notion that Brazil will be the country of the future mm. since forever. Since my dad was a, was a child, he mentions this, that there was a sense that, oh, o Brasil é o país do futuro. Renato Russo, a musician from Brasilia in the 1990s, he had a song that said that. O Brasil é o país do futuro. So I feel like there is a sense of brasilidade in saudade. Because I don't know if it's this tension between tradition and innovation or tradition as in the things that make us Brazilians. But then we are not quite catching up with the world in terms of industrialization or the global south. You know, we share struggles that have to do with imperialism and the consequences of exploitation from, you know, specific countries forever. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, in this connection to Saudade, beyond Bossa Nova, we see it in many other traditions like Maracatu do Baque Virado, 
in Koku, I see all of that as like this connection to the motherland and how mm-hmm. uh, we know the consequences of enslavement and of white supremacy in Brazil was that the records of all the enslaved peoples were burned when slavery was to be abolished, got rid of any record, who was involved in the trade, who was involved in the kidnapping. I mean, we call it trade because, you know, this is a white supremacist. Saudade is embedded into Brasilidade especially if we connect to the black populations like you know we don't know where we came from identity was erased our color was erased right have all these interracial marriages to whiten the population i feel like brazil is a black country we we forget that we like to say yeah brazil has many colors yes and so i feel like brasilidade and saudade are totally connected due to these political reasons. It's like, you know, folks not knowing where they came from, this longing for for knowing. And the other side is, you know, with the, we see the struggles that we go through as a country that is that big, that large, that has so many resources, so many natural resources. Why aren't we more respected in the world? Or why have we been exploited so much? Now, how do we make sense of the intricate political, musical, and cultural histories of Ethio jazz and bossa nova in terms of saudade? The complexities of both respective countries add a rich context for understanding saudade within these genres. In regards to bossa nova, the saudade that is so evident throughout the early beginnings of the genre reflects a yearning for a bygone era, a sense of nostalgia for a simpler time, and a longing for a Brazil that no longer exists. The underlying political backdrop of the military dictatorship in Brazil adds an added layer of saudade as the genre became associated with a short period of freedom crushed by an authoritarian rule. Similarly, Ethio jazz arose during a tumultuous time in Ethiopia's history under the Dutch regime. The music served as a form of resistance and cultural expression in the face of social and political oppression. The Saudade Ortezeta in this era of Ethio jazz reflects a longing for freedom, a time when Ethiopia's vibrant music scene thrived and before censorship sanctions were imposed. It embodies a sense of nostalgia for a lost era of creative expression while also expressing the resilience of the Ethiopian people to still make means in the midst of terror. For both countries, the music became a vehicle for expressing complex emotions, nostalgia, and for individuals to connect with their own feelings and experiences of saudade. The fusion of bossa nova and Latin rhythms in Ethio jazz highlights the interconnectedness of both genres and the universal nature of saudade. With the sound of saudade, it allowed music to transcend borders, histories, and cultural differences where Ethio jazz and bossa nova forged a common emotional language that spoke to a collective longing for a past that they may never be able to fully regain. Whether it's Portuguese Saudade or Ethiopian Tazeta, these emotional states encapsulates the transformative power of music, evoking raw emotions and serving as a catalyst for reflection and self-expression. 
Bridging the gap between Brazil and Ethiopia, two unlikely countries united through their shared experiences of enduring the universal human condition. It brings a new meaning to the phrase, to know love is to know loss, because the depth of one's understanding and appreciation of love is deeply intertwined with the pain and sadness that comes from losing someone or something that you love. This Afropop close-up was made possible by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts. But to keep the series going, we need your support. Visit afropop.org and make a donation. Every dollar counts. For Afropop Worldwide, I'm Zubaydah Ahmed. Samba de preto velho, samba de preto tu Mas que nada, um samba como esse tão legal Você não vai querer que eu chegue no final Oh, 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 De maracatu, é samba de preto velho, samba de preto tu. Mas que nada, um samba como esse tão legal. Você não vai querer que eu chegue no final. Oh, 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 Bye, bye, bye. Salvador, come in, come